So I'm sharing this story with her explaining how they asked about the difference between uh, practice and intentional practice, and she pretends to care. She's really good at that. And the next morning, something actually must have stuck because she's on Twitter. She runs across this crazy thread about Steph Curry. Now I know why, because she's absolutely in love with Steph Curry. And it's all about his deliberate practice routine. It's a long thread on Twitter. That just means like, I don't know, eight or ten tweets embedded into one tweet. So it just reads as a long thread. She shares that with me. It's now a couple days after I made that exchange with the the brilliant woman at this company I'm working with, I'm consulting for. I share it with her. She goes crazy because it's far more <laughs> far more detailed than what I put in a short email reply. Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. All righty, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached Habits to Goals H2G. And here we go. I hope you had a terrific T-Day. That has got to be, Thanksgiving has got to be my favorite holiday. It's just all about gratitude. No gifts, no spending, no superfluous stuff, just being grateful for what is in front of us and all the good things we have. All right. <laughs> Off the soap box. Here we go. Today's MBM, today's mind bullet is intentional practice. And if my voice sounds a little funny, I've just been doing a lot, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of talking lately. Um, was a little bit run down headed into the weekend and in any event. So my apologies. But we're going to get into intentional practice. My GTR is November. That is capital N, capital O, Vember, meaning I, <laughs> we have gone alcohol free. Zero, no alcohol, no whiskey, no beer. In fact, it started a couple days before November began. So that is fun. It's just a checkup from the neck up. Remember, uh, I, th I can't remember who it's, uh, whose quote it is, but habit is the most imperious of all masters. So we're either mastering and in control of our habits or they are in control of us. Hence, I'll take one or two months a year to do that checkup and make sure Make sure daddy is in control. All right. Intentional practice. This sets up, interestingly enough, <clears throat> um, a few months back, I was doing some contract work, and they have made me sign an NDA, so I can't say a whole lot other than 
I'm helping them with some scripts and it's about habits and it's about goals and it's good content. And I'm working with this brilliant woman. She's just, uh, not only is she brilliant, but she took the time to really study the habit factor. So we're, we're teaching, we're training in, in these scripts, par, plan, act, record, and reassess. And trust me, this is going somewhere very important. You're going to like this. Uh, in any event, we're bouncing a script back and forth. She shares it with the powers that be, I guess, her peers or her boss. Somebody replies to her. I, I don't get it. Isn't all, isn't all practice intentional? And then she passes that along to me. And I realize I got to pull up the email now, my response. So hang on. All right. Perfect. I have, <laughs> I've pulled up the email. So this is specifically, she says something like, uh, Quick question, I was going over the guides, one of the people, the powers that be, asked me what intentional practice means. Isn't all practice intentional? Can you clarify? I can, this is my response. It's a great question, and it's a bit of a nuanced answer. Yes and no, meaning yes, all practice is intentional, and no, all practice is not intentional. So what does that mean? Not all practice is intentional or deliberate. Now note I'm throwing in deliberate. That gets into a later part of this discussion. Again, this is very important. If you've ever played golf... This is what I wrote to her. You can mi mistake that as practice. But were you really refining your putting technique? If you go out and shoot hoops, are you just shooting hoops? Or are you working on a specific skill or technique? Again, nuanced to be sure. And I love this question. There's a lot written about deliberate and or intentional practice. Turns out it's mostly written about deliberate. I have always used the term intentional uh, going back to the origins of the habit factor. Now, what's funny, a book subsequent to the habit factor came out, and I believe it's even titled Deliberate Practice. I'll look that up. But these are almost interchangeable. I much prefer intentional over deliberate. And we can talk about that in a bit. So, so I say there's a lot written about deliberate or intentional practice as a higher, I'm using air quotes, level of practice. So the short story I'm telling this brilliant woman is if it sounds better to keep it short, feel free to not use intentional practice. Whatever way you guys want to proceed, but I think it's an important distinction. So there you have it. So the question is, for you listener, is all practice intentional? And I think you'll come to the conclusion it's a yes and no. What, what I'm getting at 
and there is more to the story I'm going to get to in a second. What I'm getting at is intentional practice or deliberate practice is really it's really uh, parsing down to a specific skill set or even a habit where you're getting micro-focused. And that's critical. So I could have gone into, <clears throat> well, I'll just carry on the conversation. So I share this exchange with my wife who's totally over all this stuff. <laughs> She's... She's had it. After editing, everything is a freaking story. Um, and she did a brilliant, brilliant, I should say, side note. She edited everything is a effing story so well that one of the reviews came in from an independent third party saying impeccable. So I'm sharing this story with her explaining how they asked about the difference between uh, practice and intentional practice, and she pretends to care. She's really good at that. And the next morning, something actually must have stuck because she's on Twitter. She runs across this crazy thread about Steph Curry. Now I know why, because she's absolutely in love with Steph Curry. And it's all about his deliberate practice routine it's a long thread on twitter that just means like i don't know eight or ten tweets embedded into one tweet so it just reads as a long thread she shares that with me it's now a couple days after i made that exchange with the the brilliant woman at this company i'm working with i'm consulting for i share it with her she goes crazy because it's far more <laughs> far more detailed than what I put in a short email reply. And there you have it. So it was like Steph. Maybe I should pull this up to give you even more color. All right, here we go. I found <laughs> I have found the thread from Twitter. It's Brianna Joy Garza. Uh we'll link this in the show notes. Steph Curry uses a practice technique that no one talks about. That's honestly not true. Uh, research shows that if you practice this way, you can learn any skill you want. <laughs> she has the, the hands up in the air emoji like, who knew? Uh, here's how it works and how it can help you transform your shot and your mind. Sit back. This is a long thread. I'm not going to read. All right. A very quick timeout. Just want to share with you, thanks to our great sponsor, audible.com, audibletrial.com. In fact, if you go to audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals, the habit factor will be free as is your first 30 days audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals. I also want to share with you, very excited about the new book. It is a prequel. So a lot of people are asking, do I need to read The Habit Factor or The Pressure Paradox first? The answer is absolutely not. Everything is a freaking story. We're keeping it clean here. Everything is a freaking story. You can find it on Amazon. 
is not only a prequel, but it's extremely comprehensive and it provides you a beautiful roadmap, a new behavior model called the three circles of behavior echo system. There's a reason we say things like, I like the vibe here. I like his vibe. I like her vibe. That resonates with me. Never before has there been a behavior model representing or representative, I should say, how our behaviors are influenced in this echo system. So check it out, everythingastory.com, or just go to Amazon and Google or search, excuse me, everything is a effing story. Pardon the language, there's a story there. All right, back to the episode. See ya. It's called deliberate practice. Deliberate practice is defined as being effortful in nature with the main goal of personal improvement of performance rather than enjoyment. And it's often performed without immediate reward. Sound familiar? I'm going to pause here and just connect the dots for you in case. So I have said repeatedly for years that habit and skill development are nearly the same, that their big difference is semantic in nature. How they're developed is via intentional practice, which is why I promote, teach, par, plan, act, record, reassess. You set up a plan, you act, you record, so you're tracking, and then you reassess after four weeks. So here she's saying, deliberate practice is defined as being effortful in nature with the main goal of personal improvement. Incredible. Sound familiar? But a lot of people in, and I know a lot of behavioral um, professionals listen to this show. So I would implore you, them, encourage you to regard skill and habit as the same. Almost identically. Again, the difference is semantic. They reside when they're fully formed in the same part of the brain. I'm not going to go down that whole road. Okay, so more on deliberate practice. The key pieces are personal improvement rather than enjoyment. Par. Often perform without an immediate reward. I would say that the reward is in the effort. It's in the tracking. It's in the recording. So there is a reward. Those are hard choices, she says. In three words, here's how you balance that. Improve, then enjoy. Don't get me wrong. Joy is our foundations. But foundations require sacrifice to build. To practice anything deliberately, you must understand that it will not be easy to do. (laughs) This is funny. But the science says you will improve. So here's another good opportunity. The, the 
the takeaway for you, reader slash listener, is simply this. Intentional practice leads to positive, good positive habit and skill development. You can technically use PAR, plan, act, record, reassess, for both. Since this is habits to goals, I'm always talking about habits and aligning them with the goals. But the truth is, you can allocate, you can use PAR, and you can allocate the minimum success criteria associated with the skill, and you can track it the same way. So I'm going to jump ahead. Here she says, for deliberate practice, pick one thing. Here are some things to choose from, and she's using Steph Curry as the example. Foot placement, leg drive, wrist load, hand placement, lift path, lever movement, motion, eyes, follow-through sequence, release point, ball rotation, body rotation. It just goes on and on. And I'm going to stop with the tweet and just reemphasize a couple points. One is she says science backs this. Well, unfortunately, science hasn't really connected the dots too well between habits and skills, but but I think that's coming. Um, and when she says science backs skill development this way, the truth is there are very recent studies in the last couple of years that back precisely what we've been teaching relative to PAR, that it is less about cue routine reward which is not a framework for developing habits, by the way. And it's much more about par, plan, act, record, reassess, which is an intentional and deliberate practice to develop habits. And what I'm saying is you can use it for skill. You can use it for habit. It's about becoming very intentional, setting a plan. The difference between you and a rodent Science has been a little too caught up, behavioral science in particular, with the study of rats and mice for the last, oh, I don't know, 20 years. So you read a book, a great book like Power of Habit, and all it tells you about is this habit loop. And so everybody runs around talking about the habit loop, like that's the end all. And it's, it's, it's got about 10% of value. It, there's no, <laughs> there's almost no practical value there. And yet everybody touts the book because it's brilliantly written. The guy's a Pulitzer Prize uh, winning author, and it should be, except you get through 300 pages and you're like, okay, how do I apply this? Now, some people are like, well, I just read it for knowledge. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, the beauty of most knowledge is it's it's not so much knowledge is power as much as potential power. We got to know how to use it. So when I wrote The Habit Factor, which came out almost two years before it, I made sure it had an application section. All this is to say intentional practice is how we develop habits. Intentional practice is how we develop and refine skills. 
If you just search intentional practice on Twitter or Google and add Steph Curry, you will see insane examples. The first search I did showed him blindfolded. Uh, I think he was dribbling a tennis ball and a basketball with opposite hands, of course. That's <laughs> that's intentional practice. You're not going to see that in a game. He's working on, obviously, uh, motor skills, coordination. I wanted to say eye-hand movement, but his eyes, <laughs> his eyes aren't even involved. So that's intentional practice. All practice is semi-intentional, but how intentional you want to get is what heightens performance. And I'm not even going to get into... Well, I'll get into it to say, if you listen to the last episode, I talked to Rod Laver, one of the greatest tennis players of all time. And in a sense, he touched on why he was able to perform his best when it mattered most. And I was going to say, in a sense, there's some deliberate practice involved, sort of there. Um but that's it. That's it's it's a great question posed by this guy and and the answer is yes and no. The more deliberate, the more intentional. Oh, that's the last thing I didn't talk to you about. My bad. So why do I prefer intentional? They're basically synonyms. So if you if you google deliberate the definition, I think it says intentional. <laughs> Let me see. I think I had that up. Intentional says done on purpose slash deliberate. And then if I look up deliberate, it says done conscientiously and intentionally. So it's just a preference. I prefer this idea of intentionality. And yes, they're synonyms, so... Whatever, whichever you prefer. All right, my friends, that's it. The answer is, if you're saying, how do I apply this? You get out, you download the free tracking sheet or you download the free app and you become intentional in your practice of new habits. This is all a long way to continue to validate what we have been teaching relative to the habit factor for 12-ish years. Plan, act, record, reassess. Become intentional about the habits you're going to cultivate. You're either the master of your habits or they master you. All right, my friends, thank you very much. Don't forget to check out, I touched on it earlier, everything is a, pardon the, the French here, effing story you can find that exclusively on amazon at this point although i'm sure it's going to be in other retailers soon ish everything is an effing story i just did i could probably use this as my gtr for the next one so i'll save it i was going to tell you we've gotten some independent five-star reviews which is fantastic i'll elaborate on that next time all right, love your show. Thank you very much. Become very intentional about your practice of cultivating just one 
two, maybe three habits over the next 28 days. If you still don't know or are not clear on PAR, just Google PAR, P-A-R-R, and the habit factor. Thank you again. Have a great week. All right, my friends, that is going to do it for this episode. If you are new here, there's only two, th- <laughs> two things you should consider doing. One, go to thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates. Get your free template that will walk you through the PAR method. You are not a rodent. You are not a rat. Why do I say that? Because the habit loop, the famed habit loop, was devised by studying rodents. You're a human. You have choice. You have intention. You have reflection. PAR, as a methodology for habit cultivation, is a process that leverages your human capacities. So, Go to thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates and you get a free template or just go to the iOS or Google Play Store and you can download the free Habit Factor app. The other thing that is worth doing, in my humble opinion, is subscribing. Subscribe, you get each episode downloaded automatically. That will save you time. It (laughs) It will save me time. We'll be on the same page, my friend. So that's it. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for subscribing and make sure you begin tracking. See ya.